Hi, I'm Clint Hardy. And I'm Jody Koch. We've been middle school choir directors for well over a decade, and I've learned a lot through trial and error. We're here on a mission to create community, culture, and confidence among fellow middle school choir teachers. We want to share in your joys, validate your concerns, but also give you practical teaching advice each week. And let's just be real, we're here to take you through the mishaps, mistakes, and middle school drama that we all experience. Welcome to the Choir Chronicles. Hello, listeners. Welcome to this week's episode of the Choir Chronicles. I'm Clint Hardy. And I'm Jody Koch. And we are here today to share with you six fun in-class activities for your choir classroom. Yay! So Jody, I'm gonna ask you, uh, give us number one. Okay. Start us so off. So here is fun activity number one, glow light sight reading. So my principal actually had this idea. And just to give you context, my principal is a former varsity softball coach, not a fine arts gal not musical and um so i love she's just very creative and i love when she has ideas that she's like oh i thought choir could do da 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 and i'm like that's crazy she taught his high school history and coach softball but she's so nice she is she's amazing (laughs) she's amazing and so anyway she had she was doing like a staff development for us and she transformed the staff pd room into like a glow games thing and she gets this from hope and wade king who um, run Get Your Teach On. You guys should check them out. They're amazing. And they wrote a book called The Wild Card. And it talks about how everyone can be creative and being creative in your lessons. And so Hope King started this by doing glow glow light reading or neon read on, something like that. And you just buy cheap stuff from Amazon, Party City, um, wherever online. And so our principal bought these little finger lights and they come in like a $9.99 for like 40 of them. And they're very cheap. They fall apart really easy, but they have a little rubber band. And I got them on Amazon and she did too. And you just put them on the edge of your finger. And then it was like, we were supposed to read a passage and then go do an activity based on that. And she came to me after and she said, I thought choir could do that for reading your choir music. And I'm like, that is genius. So she bought me, uh, she said, email the secretary. They're really cheap. I'll buy you some. So I got 80 of them. It was under 20 bucks. And so we turned off the lights in class. We gave the kids sight reading that they held in their hands. I do get that question a lot online. Like, do you, do you project your sight reading or do they hold it in their hands? Well, it's different, but by like December, I like them to be holding it because that's how they're going to read their sight reading when we go to an adjudicated contest. So the kids are holding stuff. I did this in January. We flip the lights, turn all the lamps off, all the little twinkly lights that I have, and they would hold it with one hand and now they're supposed to be using their hand signs. So it was a big deal because I said, you don't really have to use your hand signs today because you'll have to be shining the light. They freaking loved it. They loved it. So we named it Glow Light Sight Reading. They wanted to do it like every day. One of the kids, I think in my top treble choir was like, we should do that every single time. And so we'd bring it back out, but I would say it would be like a once or twice a year kind of thing. And then you keep those back, but then I let them have a minute to play and fling them around. And of course they wanted to take little videos and boomerangs and stuff. But anyway, that was just an awesome way to make sight reading more fun. One day is Glow Light Sight Reading. Let me ask you a question, Jody. Okay. I find that, like, I know listeners may find this ironic. Yes. Because I put myself out there all the time. Sure. But 
I find myself very nervous to do new things. Like, <laughs> w- were you nervous when you first were like, oh, can like, can I do this activity? There's like, there's no rule book to this. Like, no, but I think I read a whole lot of general education books, um, such as the books like the Ron Clark Academy people, Hope and Wade King. I really like reading and kind of hearing the narrative out in like gen ed core classes and they're doing cool stuff like this. And I've attended the Get Your Teach On conference before, and that's what they're doing, breakouts where it's like a book tasting and they're, you know, telling each other, making trailers about books and the glow light neon read on and glow light map. And I'm like, well, I want to be part of this too. So no, I wasn't nervous. I'm, I'm trying to be, I, I'm just trying to throw myself out there and make it more engaging. I and guess. for those of you out there who <laughs> might be nervous like me sometimes to try what? new things without an instruction of like, this yeah. is literally how you do it. It's totally okay to feel that way, but I would encourage you just like I had to encourage myself to step out of the box yeah. and just do it. It's okay if you fail. Yes, it can suck. We have so many funny, like, failed attempts on Miss Coke's new idea. Like, hey, we should do this. And it just, like, doesn't go well. Like, it's funny if you let it be. (laughs) And just remember, if anything, you've heard me talk about myself having diarrhea already on the show. (laughs) So You can't get much more vulnerable than telling that story. That's true. (laughs) All right. So, Clint, tell us about the amazing handbook race. Yeah. So... You know the show, The Amazing Race. Yes. You know, and this is, I started doing this before QR codes became like really big. Yes. Remember, it, we've been teaching a long time. A, a while. People. Yes. So yeah, some of you are like, of course, yeah, I've been doing QR codes since I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, because you're like two. Yeah. Um, so what, what I did was create um, different QR codes that tied to our choir handbook. Mm-hmm. And there are different stations around the room or like you can even use the hallway where you can, when you're at the beginning of the year, if you don't want to just like read through a boring handbook, Mm -hmm. you can uh, have the kids take their phones, break into groups, go around and scan different things, and they have to do different activities. Um, One could be like, oh, I'm reading what a formal uniform is. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, I need you to take a silly picture of you putting on this choir dress. Oh, cute. Something fun where they go and do that. Or they're reading about like concert etiquette Mm -hmm. and they have to perform an activity with concert etiquette (laughs) or um, it could even be like not related necessarily to the topic that you're talking about. Like there may not be a lot that you can do with fundraising. Like, okay, here's, here's some fundraising stuff that we're going to definitely do. I want you to, each of you take five seconds and conduct a piece of music. Like pretend to be funny, pretend to be me, like anything fun and silly where you can break your choir handbook down into activities. Yes. I keep it spread out so that the groups, because sometimes the groups can be larger depending mm-hmm. on how large your so class is. So outside of the choir room or inside the it choir It can room? be both. I, ha- I have them spread out within the choir room going out into the main hallway. Okay. Um, if you happen to have uh, no classes during lunch, mm-hmm. you could actually try to do it in the cafeteria uh, at your school where yeah. you just spread out the things along and then like, Right before it, you know, like let's say fourth periods or lunch period, during third period, at the end of third period, have everybody just bring everything down to the choir room yeah, or just true. like keep it blocked out, you know, like make the admin aware we're doing an activity in this class yeah. um, next period after lunch. So, can you make sure people don't touch things? Right. Just something fun that gets the kids engaged in what they're doing, um, loving 
choir already towards the mm-hmm. beginning of the year. Like that's not a non-singing activity. Yeah. You could even like make sure that each group has somebody that has a TikTok and they can yes. make a silly little TikTok. Sure. That's all these kids love. Mm-hmm. You know, like adapt- a hashtag challenge. Absolutely. Or... Like adapting with the times. Mm-hmm. And you could even make it a race like like I've done before where oh you don't have to wait for another group to finish. Like, go over and scan the QR code. Like, yes. time it. Give everybody, like, ready, set, go. Yes. And, like, everybody has a, a station they have to start at. Right. Um, assign them the number. And then, oh, by the way, like, take all the pictures that you did or the videos, upload them into a Google slide, yeah. and whoever sends it to me first gets candy. Yeah. And then you use that for the next year, make a little slideshow, be like, look at us last year. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Okay, got some ideas. Um, so number three for me, it was a sight reading luau. Um, and this has become super popular and fun with my kiddos. So also came from my principal because like I was saying, we model our school a lot after the Ron Clark Academy and they do a lot of room transformations, um, where you like, you know, just, it can be cheap. It can be small, whatever. But so my principal started acquiring, we have like a crime scene lab bucket in one of our storage closets. We have just white cloth because we have a history teacher who turns, uh, she teaches Texas history and turns her room into a Spanish mission and the kids do different things and they're just under the cloth or just to make your walls white. So you're like, we're in a cave, we're in a cloud today. We're, I don't know what people study. I don't know. I'm making this up. Um, And then we have a bunch of kind of Hawaiian luau looking things. So we were like one year, oh gosh, it's probably been five years, said, let's do a sight reading luau. And so I, it has evolved a lot because at first it was just like, put on these plastic lays and grass skirts and we're going to sight read all day. And I just kind of had this idea and I was like, instead of you know, the kids don't want to sight read as much. They want to work on their music. And so then I had an idea. I'll have parents donate goldfish or fruit snacks um, because I thought those seemed tropical kind of. I don't know. There are tropical flavors. There are. I didn't really Mm -hmm. ask for that one. And so every kid got a snack. So there's a win. Um, And then we just took little breaks where I had like how to hula dance and YouTube and they could do it if they want. Mostly they just wanted to pile grass skirts and lays and sunglasses on themselves. Well, my principal loved it. And she's like, what else do we need? And on this one, we used the company called Oriental Trading Company. Yeah. And she was like, just, it's a vendor for our district. And she was like, send send the secretary a quote. And so probably with $100, we got 6,000 things. So we have all these tubs. Everyone, in fact, there's so many lays, like plastic lays that I usually just let the kids keep one because there are like over a thousand. Wow. And don't tell my principal that. She would not be happy. I hope she doesn't ever listen to this She's episode. She's going to charge me. Right yes. Hey, Kathleen. Mm. Um, but, you know, there's just so much stuff. But now I actually have a full lesson plan on my Teachers Pay Teachers store. So if you go to Teachers Pay Teachers, you can look up the Choir Queen. And I've got like a full lesson plan where we actually teach about Hawaiian and Polynesian culture because I did get called out by a random person on the internet was like, this is cultural appropriation. And I was like, I don't even know what that means at the time. And I looked it up and I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I did my due diligence and now we actually learn about culture and I have an activity that goes with that. But at the end of the day, it's a fun way to make your whole day about sight reading where the kids do like three or four pieces rather than just kind of one and move on to your rehearsal portion. But it's so much fun. Awesome. Well, number four for me is just something you can do in a warm up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, if you've ever done the do, do, re, do, Got it. do, re, mi, re, do, and you just add one on each yes. time, um, something that can easily work and teach kids solfege and intervals can also get boring very quickly. Yes. You know, especially if you do it often. Every day, which you know. a lot of us do. Yeah. And you want to make sure that you're adding a little bit of flair to it. Yes. And so you can have yourself do this or you can have a kid come up and do it as well, which makes mm -hmm. it interesting and fun for that kid that gets to be a leader. We're like, okay, um, Luke, I need you to give me a solfege. One of the seven. Go. Re? Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Luke. Okay. Everyone, we're going to clap on re and sing the rest of them. What are we doing on re? Oh, class, clapping. Th we're clapping. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you, class. We're clapping. Are we what? singing it too? No. Just clapping. Just clapping. Got it. What are we else are we going to do besides clap? Oh, we're going to audiate. Uh -huh. So making sure that you're clapping and audiating on re okay. and singing everything else. Okay, okay. let's try this let's together, class. Do, 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 me. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Even we messed up right now. We're rusty. <laughs> it's summer. <laughs> um, anyway, so just a fun activity that you can do. And you can do multiple at a time. Like, okay, we're going to clap on re, fa, and la. Ooh. Excellent. You can add that in. You can even make it so complicated that all they ever sing is do. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, like it, it's going to sound like a train wreck, yes. and, but it's going to be funny. And they always laugh and giggle at this kind of thing. And, and that's important. Yes. Like you want them to have fun and make sure just a quick side note, like if you're going to pull up a leader to do this, especially for the first few times, pick somebody very strong yeah. that is a great leader and then beyond that, don't pick the same people all of the time. Make sure to diversify it. And this is a great way that you can give a kid an opportunity to be in the spotlight that may not ever get to be right, in the spotlight. Right, right. Because they don't have to sing. They're just signing. They're and just like signing. Leading. That's so, it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they can even sign all of them, even if they're supposed to clap. They're, they're the teacher. Yeah. They can try to throw them off. That's you true. Know? That's true. So that's just another fun way to get the kids engaged. They're singing. They're doing what they can. And if you're incorporating that leadership, I, uh, I encourage you, excuse me, to make sure that you ask a vice principal or a principal to come down and watch mm -hmm. you do it. Come like, on down. Have them Anytime. come see, you know, yep. points for you on your evaluation. Love it. Okay. I don't think we've been like keeping up with the tips. We were trying to do a numbered episode, like six tips. So tip number five, <laughs> the eliminator game. So I don't remember who I learned this from, but it's been a long time. Um, it was back when I was teaching middle school in a different district. And um, basically we had this set of class set of flashcards and they were tempo markings. So it had the word tempo it, which means how fast or slow the music goes. And we had been teaching the kids this stuff. And then we had Largo, um, Adagio, Moderato, Dante, all, all the way up to Allegro Presto. And so what we would do is split the kids in teams to make it really work. You would, if you're going to go through a whole round, you would want them in even teams because it's an elimination type game. It needs to be even. And you have an odd number. You would have like one, pick one wild card that gets to go twice. So, but if you're just doing this really quick, just to kind of burn time, it's like class is almost over, or you don't have time to do a whole round, you could just do tenors versus bases or whatever. So I'm gonna hold up a card that says Largo on it. And the kids have already been taught what this means. 
and they're going to turn their head away and face their group of people, like face away from me. I always say where I can't see your eye sockets. So they can't be like sneaking where they can almost see the card behind me. And then I'll say, turn. And they'll turn really quickly. It's funny when they turn to the left because they'll do like a ballerina twirl. And I'm like, no, dude, just turn to the middle. You know, we like to laugh at the kids when they do like a twirl. I'm like, I'm right here. You don't have to spin around. So they turn over like their right shoulder. And then the first one to say the correct answer, Largo, we, we teach very slow for Largo. So they're very slow. They get to stay in. They have eliminated the other person. So potentially one kid could eliminate an entire other team. I've seen it happen where one kid is so fast that they stay up there and they dominate the whole team. And so you want to get where one whole team has been eliminated, every kid. But the best way to do this, especially if you're killing time, is hand signs. You don't need a flash card. You are just holding up a re, a fa, a la. And then when we get into chromatic, a li, a te, a ra, a di. And that's really fun. And they'll turn around and they'll try to guess what it is. But you can do eliminator with anything. You can even, if you don't have flashcards made and you're just kind of doing this on the fly, ooh, I just taught them a few terms today, staccato, legato, or whatever. You can just write it on the, the whiteboard, have them equal distant, and then turn. And they turn around and whoever gets it correct first gets to stay in and eliminates the other person. So eliminator literally works with anything and they always get into it. They're really engaged of like who's, because they they could be up at any moment. I mean, anybody could have to be in. And if you've got a kid that's beating everybody, well, then they get into it just because they're so excited that their person is like dominating the other team. So anyway, do eliminator. I know it's so much fun. And it like, it works with any concept of, that you're drilling, just kind of teaching new vocabulary and drilling memorization. It's really like a vocabulary type ex exercise. Okay, well, number six. Yes, because we are saying numbers. We are saying numbers. It's our final one. Yes. Um, something that I got into whenever the pandemic hit that first year that we were, like, very different mm. type of teaching where we were mm. teaching online at the same time as in person was uh, using the website Kahoot. Mm -hmm. uh, I love Kahoots. I didn't... I'll be honest. Like, I wasn't a huge technology teacher. Yeah. Like, I just taught everything, like old school. Yes. And I've learned to come around and be like, oh, some of this is really great. Yes. Um, Kahoot is a website where you can create uh, quizzes. Um, you can ask questions. You can make them multiple choice. You can make them fill in the blank. You can, it's a, a lot of different things that they can do. Um, and they get to pick their own like screen name whenever mm -hmm. they sign into the Kahoot. Which can be terrifying. But yes. yes. So make sure <laughs> that you want that like they they name school appropriate names. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, you can X out off of them and it kicks oh, yeah. them out. Oh, I kick them out all the time. Like, nope, mm -hmm. nope, out, nope. out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I tell them like, hey, when this timer runs out, I'm closing the Kahoot. And mm -hmm. if you've made up a silly name and then I kick you out and you haven't gone back in, yes. that's on you. Yes. Um, and so you can ask questions about music theory. Mm -hmm. You can ask questions about, oh, okay, like, let's talk about this concert last night. Here's a concert critique on Kahoot. Mm -hmm. Let's um, ask some questions, like, get them engaged in ways that are not typical. Um, you can, They have to have a device for They this, do have right? to have a Every device. Has any mm -hmm. kind of device, Chromebook. Well, what um, if they don't have a device, Mr. <gasps> Hardy? Well, then you can have them pair up with somebody else. Yes. And, like, and 
whatever team or individual mm-hmm. ranks. It'll like do an award ceremony at yes. the end, and I usually offer candy. Yeah, so, like if you're on the podium, the yep. top three. I'll if give you're you on the podium, candy. you get to have candy or something else, like whatever. So fun. Mm-hmm. If like. Um, I'm pretty diligent about grades. Like not everybody gets a hundred in my room. Like, so sometimes I'll give them like a homework pass or Mm -hmm. like, Oh, okay, here's 10 extra points to whatever grade you want. Mm -hmm. Like, and they can come up and pick, um, or there's a, we have a little gift basket that like kids can come up and pick a prize Mm -hmm. if they don't want candy necessarily. Like, and that's totally fine too. You can find things at the dollar store or the dollar spot. I'm always picking up cheap stuff Mm -hmm. or if it's like the gum at the Kroger checkout is like, buy one, get one. I'm like, I'll just get two packs of gum. Absolutely. <laughs> it's $2 out of my pocket, you know, or less. Anything that, like, you can find that, like, you're like, oh, I will never use this in life. Throw it in your your little mm-hmm. teacher reward Random bucket. Random crap drawer, mm-hmm. yeah. Just remember that at your age, or, like, now you're yeah. not thinking about all of the time, like, what kids love. Yeah. But if you can throw yourself back a few decades, depending on how yeah, old you are, that's right. um, you can think, oh, yeah, like, I love silly, stupid things like yes. this. Like, I really wanted that pencil eraser. Yes. Like, anything like that will Very true. work wonders for you. A little incentive. Yeah. So we hope that you have gotten some things from the six activities that we've yes. listed. If you have questions about anything, feel free to message us, and we would be more than happy to answer. Yes. Or you can always email us any question, anytime at thechoirchronicles at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Choir Chronicles. If you are interested in booking Clint or Jody for professional development, a one-on-one coaching session, or to clinic your choir, please email us at thechoirchronicles at gmail.com. Also, did you know I have a Teachers Pay Teacher store called The Choir Queen with over 100 lesson plans and resources just for middle school choir? You can head to my website, www.thechoirqueen.com, to access more information. And as always, if you'd like to hear about a specific topic or ask us any questions, please reach out to us via Gmail, Instagram, or Facebook. Tune in next week for more tips and tricks.